0: Hey, ladies, and welcome to the Water with Lemon podcast. This is Emma Cook, your host, and I am so glad you are here listening today. This is a podcast by a 20-something for 20-somethings in hopes that we can be encouraged, inspired, and challenged in this crazy time of life. So grab something refreshing and let's get going. Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. This week on the podcast, I have Baylor Wilson, who joins us to talk about the Lord's providence in her life and just share some concerns about cultural lies she sees in this day and age. She is such a vibrant energy and passion for the Lord, and we just had so much fun together as fellow 20-somethings. So I hope you enjoy our conversation. Let's get on with it amen yes hallelujah <laughs> yes I'm, and fi- amen. I'm
1: fired up now let's
0: go let's go <laughs> yes not the aggie game that fires you up jesus that's right jesus <laughs> yeah we, we don't need no football if you know that's Christ. right amen hallelujah <laughs> <laughs> well welcome to the podcast Baylor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you thanks for having me I don't know if you got that on recording but what I said is, is we don't need no football if we know Christ <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's right
1: <laughs> but but I will say we are Texas girls so it's okay to be a fan of football however yes Jesus is so much better I'm just saying,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But- I'm saying. But A and M is God's team, so
1: that's... <laughs> <laughs> says every football fan about their team. Exactly of, of all time, it's amazing. Exactly,
0: and then when we get to heaven one day, he's gonna be like, "Yeah, football's for losers." <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's gonna be like, "I saved some football players, but it wasn't my entire plan. right.
0: It wasn't yeah. my whole my whole life. But you guys sure got fired yeah. up about it. <laughs> we sure
1: did. The, them Texas folks.
0: <laughs> that's right. So tell us a little bit about." You you Baylor what's life like for you right now
1: yeah so I live in Nashville Tennessee but I'm originally from Dallas Texas I was telling you earlier Uh, I grew up in the Dallas metropolitan area DMW for short uh and yeah I'm a Texas girl through and through but I moved to Nashville in 2000 wow 2012 to go to Belmont University and um, did school, graduated, and I'm sure we'll dive into all that story. But now my life is, I'm currently sitting in my master bedroom, (laughs) staring out the window uh, of me and my husband's rental house. And our our puppy is being quiet in the kitchen, which is a a total, good job puppy. Yeah. I wore her (laughs) out earlier. So she would take a nap during this. (laughs) <laughs> um, so she's in the kitchen and I am a signed singer songwriter at a Christian label here in, in Tennessee. And let's see what else I attend my church almost three times a week. Cause I love it so much. Uh, it's a tiny little church plant here in Nashville. I have a great community mm. of fire, fiery faith filled believers, um, mm. of people, people that keep me accountable and just love Jesus and run this race with
0: me. So that's my life. That is super awesome. I love that. And Nashville yeah. is like one of my favorite places. I'm like, if I could move anywhere in the country, yes. it would probably be there. It's such a fun it's place.
1: Pretty, it's pretty awesome. I mean, it's growing significantly. I've been here almost nine years. And I mean, I know every big city is growing mm-hmm. all the time. But mm-hmm. for some reason, Nashville, I don't know, everybody started coming here thinking it was like
0: Vegas or L.A., Right, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all the and bachelorette so, parties, <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm like, no more bachelorette, please pick another city. I think
0: it is not, it's number one for bachelorette parties right oh, now. I'm pretty sure, mercy. Nashville is, yeah. yeah. We've moved That's, on from Vegas.
1: <laughs> That's why me and my husband are looking outside of the city for our next house a little bit, just yeah, to maybe, maybe get a little quieter lifestyle. Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. But I love it. I love it.
1: No. Yeah. (laughs) That makes me laugh. Being a girl from Texas and then friends coming, people coming here and wearing cowboy hats and cowboy boots. I'm like, right? no, 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 no. Go to Texas (laughs) and do that. You know? Right. That's what,
0: that's what anyone else outside of Texas thinks we do all the time and ride our horse to school. So
1: (laughs) I know. Oh girl, I get people used to ask me that I would go to summer vacation in Colorado and all these kids would be like, so do you like actually ride your horse to school?
0: Oh my <laughs> gosh. That's my favorite question in the world. Not awesome. Oh <laughs> yes. So funny. Yes, we do that. Everyone, no one has cars. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Just horses. <laughs> We're Amish. Everybody's Amish. Yes. Wide open spaces. <laughs> and Yep. All of that. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I'm glad you understand me as a Texas oh, girl then. I, I totally mm-hmm. get it. Yes. And not For wearing... Sure cowboy boots all the time and riding horse yeah. to school but if that's what you do then that's okay too that's fine that's no totally
1: fine actually I'm no super impressed if you do that every day that's really cool because yes. I've always wanted to be in the rodeo I'm not joking that's yeah. something that I've I always wanted to do but I never uh put the time and effort
0: into that hey life you you've got life all ahead of you you got yeah. this girl let <laughs> me know that's my, let me know when you're that's in my, your first uh, rodeo <laughs>
1: That's my season of of adulthood yes. <laughs>
2: coming in ten years.
0: <laughs> Training for barrel racing. I'm like, go Baylor, you go, girl.
2: Yes. <laughs> I oh love my that. gosh.
0: So, so why don't you tell us a little bit more of kind of like your story? How you came to know the Lord? Like, you know, most yeah. of our listeners are in their twenties, so kind of maybe just a little bit about that phase of life as well. So
1: yes, we gotta love our twenties, y'all. That's right. <laughs> it is such a. um it's such a crazy decade, I feel like, because you are yeah. you're really you're really becoming the woman that God created you to be. But there's some there's some bumps and bruises along the way, and mm-hmm. and then there's some celebratory things that happen. Yeah. Uh, and I know that's every decade, but there's something about your 20s where it's super exciting for to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm on the back half. I'm not. I'm still. I'm 27, so not hey, all the way. I am not, too. Yeah. See. Or st- I still claim 20s 100%, obviously. Oh, yes. Uh, up until the last second when the 3 0 mark comes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just um, turned 27 like a couple weeks ago. And my sister was like, you know, that's only three years away from 30. I'm like, what?
1: Don't that's rob what, me!" That's of what my, my sister 20s. told me. That's what my sister told me, my little sister. She's <laughs> like, you do know you're getting closer. Yeah. I'm like, okay, let's calm down. Thank
0: you. Okay, so moving on. Yeah, <laughs> moving on. So,
1: so, anyways, I uh, I'm so thankful to have. Um, I love how you when you were praying earlier, you said um, you were basically thanking the Lord for His sovereignty,
2: mm. and
1: that is one of the biggest themes um, over everyone's life. Obviously, if you're a Christian, but that's mm. something that I have really um, held on to and thanked the Lord for. Uh, is his sovereignty of my little story, my little Baylor story. Mm. Um, and I'll tell you all a little bit about it. So basically I grew up in Texas. I called myself a Christian uh pretty much my whole life. I got baptized when I was 18. Mm. Uh but I didn't really know what that meant. I was just kind of doing it, just going through the motions. Mm. Um someone told me to do it. <laughs> I think my mom probably mm. uh, and and then I moved to Nashville by way of the nitty gritty dirt band. If you don't know who that is, they sing a song that goes, you and me go
0: fishing in the dark. Um,
1: yeah. So everybody knows that song which yes. doesn't
0: stand that <laughs> sings it. I, I'm, Thank I'm the you for clarifying. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm the same way, but I was trying out for a cheerleading team my senior year of high school and to keep that part of the story short um, so we can get through this whole thing. Cause I want to get to the, to where I met, met Jesus, but Basically, Jeff Hanna, the lead singer of the band, in, ends up meeting me at this bed and breakfast that I was at in Norman, Oklahoma. What? <laughs> yeah. Every time I tell the story, I'm like the randomness. So of random. This. I know, but like I said, sovereignty, mm-hmm. sovereignty of God. So, mm-hmm. so as you're listening to this story, let the Lord minister to you about His sovereign plan for you and your life. Because mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just me, right? But. So I'm in Oklahoma. I try out for this cheerleading team at, at university of Oklahoma and mm-hmm. I don't make the team. And I meet the nitty gritty dirt band and Jeff Hanna, the lead singer of the band <laughs> tells me to move to Nashville. He heard some of my songs and oh. basically it was the first time that I felt like God was using somebody to speak directly to me. And so I moved to Nashville and which was a huge deal. Cause I was yeah. a, like, we've been talking about Texas this whole time so far. I mean, I was a Texas, Oklahoma, you know, I mm-hmm. wasn't leaving the Texas, Oklahoma area, you know? Yeah. And so when Nashville, you know, came to my attention, I was like, what, like what, what even, what school is even there? You know, I had no right. idea. And he said Belmont and I was like, okay, Belmont who? <laughs> and <laughs> so I, you know, it was very last minute. He helped get me in and I moved to Nashville. Big deal. Wow. And yeah, it was crazy. So I get to Nashville and I, I, I dive straight into, uh, you know, freshman of college activities. Mm. I signed up for everything. I was in a sorority. I was a cheerleader. And then of course I was writing songs on, you know, in Nashville on mm. music row every day. I was like, I was immediately, what what i did was i immediately went into striving that's what i did mm-hmm. uh which i think is very common as a freshman in college absolutely to, you get really excited which is awesome but then you kind of like swing the pendulum over into i'm going to do everything ah, mm-hmm. you know um which is which i think there's pros and cons to that and i think god god uh works it all out in you, you know what i mean absolutely so so I get there and I go to school. I was a I was a pretty subpar student, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just being honest. I, I I tried my best, but I really had my eyes fixated on this music dream. You know, right? right. Um, I really I wanted to be like the next Joe Crow or something. I don't know. I just hmm. I just <laughs> I really loved um, the art of songwriting and being able to play the songs in a live um, show setting mm-hmm. and then, and then feel the reaction from the crowd. It was just this, it was a high, honestly. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that unless it come, it, be, it comes in front of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I started to allow that to happen, even though I didn't really have an intimate relationship with him quite yet. I, I always was searching for him. I always, mm-hmm. I always wanted the truth. I just didn't know exactly where to find it. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) obviously the Bible is the first place, um, which I did read my Bible periodically, but I was kind of the girl that read it for like inspirational purposes only Mm -hmm. just in, just in seasons where I like was struggling and I needed God only in that, that, you know, 24 hour moment of, you know, angst and whatever. It was just, Mm -hmm. it wasn't an intimate relationship day in and day out walking with him. It was kind of like, I honestly, to be honest, this sounds bad, but it's the truth. I was kind of treating God like he was a genie in a bottle at that mm-hmm. point. Um, and, and the Lord is so good. And obviously, he has forgiven me. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I didn't know that there was more until October of 2017. So that's four years now. I think that's four years ago. Um, I was sitting in a coffee shop. I had graduated college already. I was a signed songwriter to a country music publishing company on Music Row and you know on the outside from my instagram life i was living the dream you know yeah, yeah it looked it looked all well and dandy and pretty and cute and filtered and all that jazz yeah uh i had the you know the the deal and the boyfriend and whatever it all looked great but on the inside like i said i was searching for truth and i started to really dwindle down quickly mm. um and because i wasn't being fulfilled like everything that was coming into my life that looked quote unquote awesome. Right. Wasn't, wasn't filling my cup, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting in this coffee shop one day, which is still a regular thing I do every day, almost. Um, <laughs> and any coffee lovers out there, shout out.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, and, and so I'm sitting there and a girlfriend of mine from college who was, who I was super tight with comes, comes in mm-hmm. randomly, uh, quote unquote, not mm-hmm. random cough, cough, sovereign God, yeah. uh, <laughs> Uh yeah. And she comes in and she's like, Baylor, oh my gosh, hey. And we did the whole girl thing where you're catching up with mm-hmm. your girlfriend. You're like, ah, you know. Yeah, squeal. Mm-hmm. And, squeal. And everyone stares at you and you don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh and so she's like, What have you been up to? And and that's kind of a Nashville thing. Well, maybe not just Nashville, but especially in Nashville, everybody's like, What have you been up to? What's your successes? And like all that. Mm-hmm. Just just keeping up with um the Joneses, so to speak, you know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, and so I started telling her like all the quote, the accolades that I had been doing. And she was like, no, 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 no. Like, how's your faith? And I was like, what? Mm. And I was like, I mean, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's fine, you know? And she goes, what are you doing this Friday night? And I was like, I, I don't know. Your, your, your energy is very, very high. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like, I don't know, what should I be doing? And she said, you've got to come to this worship night that I've been going to, um, it's called freedom Fridays. It's every Friday and the presence of the Lord is there. And she started using this language hmm. of intimacy with God that I had never heard before. Hmm. And now, now that I know him, I know words like the presence of God. And I know, I know words like intimacy, but I didn't know what she was talking about at that moment, yeah. Yeah. but whatever she was saying was drawing me in because it was him, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I, I show up to the address she sends me that weekend and it was not a church. <laughs> it was an auto body car shop.
0: What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was being held in this car Were shop. You like, Are
0: we in the wrong place? Like, <laughs> yeah, Oh,
1: 100%. I brought a friend with me. You know, I, I pulled yeah. the whole, like, take a friend to the bathroom thing, except I took her to church with me or right, yeah. to the
0: worship night. Yeah.
1: And. And we walk in, I'm like, what denomination is this? Like, this is weird, you know? (laughs) And, you know, I'm having normal human thoughts. Like, is this a cult? You know, I'm not sure. What is this? (laughs) Just being real. And and then shortly after that, probably 10 minutes in, I'm sitting there and everybody's just worshiping in the room. It was just acoustic guitar and voices. And the way that they were worshiping was setting an atmosphere for salvation because they were Mm -hmm. actually worshipping god. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't just singing songs or, you know, three-part harmonizing, which is really common in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Uh they were they were genuinely connecting their hearts to God's heart. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I was I was I mean, I felt the presence of God for the first mm-hmm. time. You know, mm-hmm. I I I literally felt the manifest presence of God. And what I mean by that if you've never heard that saying or what that even is, it's nothing mm-hmm. weird. It's just uh, it's the holy spirit <laughs> yeah and i had never experienced um kind of like that invisible weighted blanket feeling of like mm. and i'm not talking about just like chills you get from like a concert or something sure. like i'm talking about like the holiness of god like overwhelming you mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and in that moment all i could do was give my heart and my whole life over to him i mean when when you encounter the holiness of god like yeah you're done. Like life, you're done. Your life comes to an end and his life in you begins, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's what happened. I mean, the Bible says that his kindness leads us to repentance. And Mm -hmm. in this moment, in this radical encounter that I had with God in this moment, I was, I was, uh, my heart was soft enough to feel the kindness of the Lord you know, cause I had walked through so much through my, in, in my entire life and, and these things made my heart hardened. Um, and God was like, okay, it's time. We're going to, we're going to break through the hardened heart and my yeah. love is going to overwhelm you to the point of turning your whole life over to me. Wow. So that's what happened. And then after that, I returned to my friend groups the following Monday and, and my co-writing sessions and my lifestyle and country music. And, and I was a changed girl. I mean, I literally call it my Saul to Paul moment <laughs> Yeah, uh, because I was, I was a totally different girl. I mean, I couldn't even write the same types of songs. Mm-hmm. All I wanted to do, literally all I wanted to do was worship God. And, mm-hmm. and I didn't even know that I could write Christian songs. I kind of didn't put that together.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I just wanted to, to sing about him and to him. You know, yeah. yeah. And and that's what we did. And people would be like, what happened to you, Baylor? Like, I mean, last weekend you're going out and partying with us. And like this weekend, you want to preach the gospel? Like, what? (laughs) And and that's that's when you know, I shortened my testimony after telling it 20 times. I was like, Mm -hmm. all right, there's two words. Here's my testimony. Jesus happened. (laughs) You know, and that's Jesus. What happened? happened? What happened to you? Yeah. Jesus happened.
0: I love that. I love that. And that's such a cool um, just w- way of seeing how like God was already pursuing you from, from just your growing up life. You know, like yeah. he was already trying to capture you then and obviously oh, had a plan so many times along the way of your story um, leading up to that moment of like yeah. really feeling him for the first time, which is so cool. So yeah. I love that. And so what yeah. did life kind of look like after that? I mean, you started kind of changing directions. Did that mean that everything was happy dandy after that? <laughs>
1: yeah, right. Good <laughs> yeah, one. Right. A, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The other day I played a, I played a my one of my first Christian shows or showcases. I was opening up for an artist named Andrew Rip. And out of my mouth on the stage, okay we're talking like, you know, people are watching, (laughs) expecting me to like, probably just sing my songs and not say too much, you know what I mean? (laughs) And, and out of my mouth, I I started, I I know it was the Holy Spirit because I don't think I would have said this. I was like, you know, when you become a Christian and like, there's this, there's this lie of like Christian culture where life is just going to be like incredible immediately <laughs> <laughs> and, and life is, and you're going to be like a millionaire and like, you're going to like find the perfect husband in like a, a week and, right. you know, or whatever, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's, just, major there's, just this, there's a huge lie. Yeah. And, and I said on the microphone and I'll say it now to you that one of my favorite scriptures is when Jesus says in this life, you will have trouble. Mm. take heart. He says, take heart for I have overcome the world. Mm. And, and when you know him intimately, that is one of the most, I mean, encouraging, comforting verses you can have and, and the, or, or you can believe in. And the reason I'm bringing that up is because when I started following Jesus, I mean, everything was stripped away.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, and I'm not saying that that has to happen for everybody, but most likely it will. Um, because he wants to be first place, you know, he, he wants, he wants to be our first love. And, and when we finally surrender our heart to him, all the other stuff, it's, it's not as hard Mm. as people make it seem, you know, I mean, there are, there are fleshly sins that you, and there's weight that you, that you strip off, you know, the Bible says to do that. But there's also just, you know, friend groups and things in your life that you just don't need anymore. It's just not Mm. sanctifying. It's Mm. not, um, it's not building you up in the faith. And God just kind of takes those things away. For me, mm-hmm. I had a friend that was pretty toxic. Um, she's, she was not a believer and we were pretty tight. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I found the Lord, I remember having a, a phone call with her. And out of nowhere, I mean, I know this was just the Lord kind of doing it for me because I mm-hmm. probably couldn't, couldn't have done it. She was like, hey, I just never want to talk to you again. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not kidding. And, and I'm not saying that that will happen. Okay. I'm just saying that this is what, happen- this is what happened This to me. And it was very, it was, it was sad for like a week. Wow. Um, and, and I love that girl. And if she ever wants to come back in my life, I mean, I will welcome her with open arms, 100%. Yeah. But, but that relationship really was, it was swaying me. Uh, mm-hmm. and it was, it was tempting me to go back into my old life. Right. And so I think the Lord was kind to remove that situation Mm-hmm. Um, very
0: abruptly.
1: Very yeah. abruptly. Uh, <laughs> probably because he saw things that I that I couldn't see. Sure. Um, that sure. that could have happened, you know? Yeah. And and yeah, I think it doesn't have to happen that way, but I think the Lord will just, it'll just be when you fall in love with Jesus, your heart becomes like his because he gives mm-hmm. you a new heart. He gives mm-hmm. you new desires. He gives you, he gives you a new everything, new life. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And so there are some things that, that are really easy to just let go of. Um, and then there's other things that, that we, we have idolized maybe, or maybe we have lived with for so long that it's become a habit, you know? Mm -hmm. And those are the, those are the things where, you know, it might, it may take until we meet him. I'm not, I'm Mm -hmm. not speaking that over, over anybody, but I'm just saying like, God uses whatever he can to
0: sanctify us,
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you
1: know, like for me, um, something I struggle with is impatience. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Amen.
1: (laughs) You know, and I think a lot of us do, but, but for me, I mean, I constantly am asking the Lord to deliver me from impatience and to give me the spirit, you know, like his fruit of patience. Yeah. And, And every time I do that, I swear. And I know that a traffic jam is coming my way.
0: Right. <laughs> You're like, shouldn't have asked for that. Shouldn't yeah. have asked for that. No. Yeah, but it's it's part of
1: it's part of the journey of becoming like Christ, and it's so beautiful. And and we're all so human, and we need
0: God, you know. Yes, Amen, Hallelujah. So, yeah, Amen, <laughs> I remember hallelujah. my I remember my Bible study uh, or like small group leader growing up at church would always say, "You can ask God for anything, but not patience." Woo! <laughs> Because just just don't even go there.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, I really do think it's a supernatural thing when you when patience is a part of our life. I mean, yeah, any any fruit of the spirit is supernatural. You yes, know, let's absolutely. let's be real. The heart's deceitful. Yes. So whenever we, so when we're actually loving and kind, what else? Love, patience, peace, joy. I didn't memorize
0: them growing up. Love, so I don't know. joy, you- peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control. Get <laughs> these things. <laughs> can I be on your next
1: album? Yes. Do you want a feature? <laughs> you can be a feature. Yes. Oh my yes. gosh. Could... <laughs> the song could be called Fruit. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: Baylor's That's... next single called Next Single. Fruit. Fruit. Featuring Emma Cook. <laughs> yes. Hey, we could do a YouTube medley. I'm I'm
1: down. I'm ready. Just call it's me so anytime. Funny. I've got this that's mic. the song. That's the song that I never learned. That my husband knows too, and and all my friends. may always sing it when I can't think of the fruits. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> I'll yeah. just record it for you, so you can play it over and over okay. again.
1: Perfect. Thank you. Thanks. No problem. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Basically, I what I was just saying is like it's a it's a supernatural thing when when we are like Christ because we're not. You know, mm-hmm. like our our nature is our nature, which is yeah. why we need a
0: savior you know? Mm-hmm. Amen. Hallelujah. Absolutely. Amen. Yes. And I, I love that. I, I'd love to talk a little bit more about just kind of like some of those lies, like we were talking about earlier, like one of them being that once you become a believer, like everything is happy dandy, like, or <laughs> that, or by having the Lord in your life, like suddenly these things like prosperity gospel type, message that's out there is like just really toxic um yeah and you know maybe talking about that a little more or just kind of some other lies that you're seeing specifically maybe um around 20 somethings and our world that we live in right now yes and all of the lies that there are i mean we could talk forever about them but just which ones are you feeling like that the lord has like really put on your heart lately
1: well, there's, there's two that come to mind pretty immediately. Um, yeah. One of them, uh, is a popular phrase and, and I'm not going <laughs> to, it makes me kind of want to laugh because I just, it's such a lie and, and it, and it's mm. that you have to live your best life now. That is, that is not, mm. um, first of all, that's not biblical. I'll just go on the record saying that. Yeah. Uh, and second of all, because our best life is in heaven with Jesus Amen. You know, that is, I mean, look around everyone. Let's just look around at the world and, and, and see, does it look like our best out
0: for everyone?
1: How's that working out for you? It's not, Mm -hmm. you know, so, so that when I found that out, that took so much pressure off of my shoulders, literally Mm -hmm. physically, but also off of my spiritual shoulders, like just my whole, my whole spirit was so freed from the lie of having to make this life count. So like there's, I think with 20 somethings, especially like I was talking about earlier, when you go to college and there's so much pressure, like figure out your major and then, and then you're a senior in college and you got to figure out what your job is. And then you graduate and you got to find a job and then a husband. And then, you know, it's just like, no, 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 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if that will all happen, God will carry you through all of that. You know what I mean? If it's his will, he will carry you, (laughs) I promise you. Yeah, All of the specific details of all those things, he is in all that. But the most important thing is you walking faithfully, hand in hand, with Jesus every step of the way.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and yeah. then, and focusing with your eyes fixed on him, which is heaven. He is in heaven, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so that's the first thing I would say. The second lie of our generation <laughs> that I was thinking of, that it's going to come back to mind here in five seconds, I can feel it. <laughs> uh, what was it? Oh, oh, I know. I know. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, that so, was about
0: five seconds. Yeah. That
1: was him. Thank you, God. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Uh, yeah, the second lie, I think there's this obsession with trying to figure out our identity. Um, and let me let me keep talking because that could really ruffle some feathers. Uh, listen, so let me preface this by saying... I grew up in counseling, going to counseling my whole life. I am, Mm -hmm. I'm an advocate for it. I think it's great if it's biblical. Um, and it's, and it helps you become sanctified in the spirit of God. Um, hallelujah, more power to you. Please continue. You know what I mean? Doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, but it wasn't until I had, um, I was at a prayer meeting and some some women of God were surrounding me and they laid hands on me and I was delivered of all these mindsets from childhood, trauma, mm-hmm. all this stuff in pretty much, I'm not lying, in pretty much 30 minutes. Um and and that was that was the Lord's sovereignty as well. That was his his plan um all along was to free me at that specific moment in time. Yeah. Um but what was what the reason I'm talking about that is, is I had this obsession um, and it goes along with counseling, I think, to figure out Baylor. Why is Baylor the way she is? Why? Who am I? You know, there's all these personality tests. I used to memorize all these personality tests, and all this stuff. And I'm not saying I'm necessarily against them all. I'm just saying, what's the goal? What's the goal mm-hmm. to figure out who you, the Bible says that our real life is hidden in Christ and will, will be revealed on the last day.
2: Mm. So
1: there's, there is such a lie and an obsession in our culture to figure out who we are, right? Mm-hmm. Why we are the wh- right now, and and why we are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that is. I really do. I think that's a hidden, sneaky little lie of the enemy to get our eyes on ourselves, mm-hmm. on our mirror, on our mirrors, looking at ourselves, um, on our social media. You know, just all Absolutely. of that stuff. I, yes. I really think it's super important. And I'm speaking. To, I'm preaching to the choir. I'm talking to myself too right that when when you know your identity is firmly fixed in Christ mm-hmm. okay when you know him and you know that you you want to live in him and him in you you're set i mean you might have an insecure moment or you might feel anxious every once in a while and all that stuff that's very human and and yes that's okay but when you know jesus yeah. like that that the the time period of that lasting a long time shortens i promise mm-hmm. like because you just don't like, I used to, I used to be like, oh my gosh, I'm fearing again. Like, is this from my childhood when I was
0: three, Right. <laughs> you know, and like, that's just think, life. Yeah. That's just life, you
1: know, and, and I'm not saying it's, it's, um, it's okay to do like an inner healing thing where you really go there and that's fine mm-hmm. with a safe, with a safe person or pastor or, you know, a Bible study leader or something. But, but I used to like, literally like cut into my spirit trying to figure mm. out all this stuff trying to figure out who's ba- instead of I am his my identity is his H I S that's something that my pastor's wife says she says if I could walk around with an invisible title over my head she would she would put H <laughs> um, I S his um which is which is super romantic for us girls you know if you yeah. know what I'm saying like yeah. he's a, he is our eternal husband you know mm. Mm. so he's coming back for a bride for a church for us Right. And, and when I found that out, man, the search for, for me and the search for my, my husband and my calling and identity, all this stuff, it really did fade away. And he, I promise he started just, he started doing it all. Mm. You know, I do believe that, that people have specific callings and all that stuff. And and everyone has a purpose, obviously, but just the obsession with me, the me culture, identity, Mm -hmm. all that stuff, like, when you, when you believe that you are his, he will, he will heal it all. Mm-hmm. He will heal it all. He will deliver you. He will tell you who you're supposed to, I mean, the Bible, the Bible tells you how we're supposed to be anyways. So you don't have yeah. to try and figure it out. You just read it. Yeah. And then you, you ask the Lord for his spirit to breathe on you and it. Right. And, and you just want one step at a time, become more like him. I mean, mm-hmm. when it talks about in Revelation that that we are to, um, I'm blanking on the exact scripture, but it says to prepare ourselves as a, as a pure bride, basically mm-hmm. it says that our, that our garments are supposed to be white.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: they're not supposed to be dirtied up with the world or sin and all that stuff. So a lot of that can just, it can, it can come on you, you know, I mean, it can come on you quick. So when you just let it all go and, and just say, Lord, I want to be clean. I want to be yours. I don't mm-hmm. want to obsess over that. I just, I just want to follow you. I think yeah. it's a lot, it's a lot easier life to live.
0: Yes. And, and that's the funny thing is, is, like you were talking about how like God's word is there. Like he tells us who we are in scripture. He tells yeah. us like what he has for us in scripture. Yet we are looking everywhere else,
1: everywhere else
0: to tell us who we are, what we should do, who we should yes. be, but it's there. It's there. But for some reason, AKA the enemy keeps us from looking where we have truth right there. Yeah. I think for us to go.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think there's this quote and I'm going to misquote it. I'm not the best at memorizing scripture verses, but I know that it's in there. (laughs) It's okay. But but this is a quote probably by A.W. Tozer or C.S. Lewis, two of my favorite people ever. Uh, I cannot wait to meet them in heaven one day.
2: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: But, I, I'm, I'm not going to say it perfectly, but it's something like the lie of the enemy for our past generations was to look outward. Mm-hmm. The lie of the enemy now is to look inward mm-hmm. for, for salvation. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but what's what the truth lies in Christ alone. He is, yeah. he is the only savior of the world. I promise all the other fake Jesuses out there. They're not the one he Christ and Christ crucified. That is the gospel. Um, mm-hmm. so that's, that's something I would really encourage anyone out there that's been looking inward. I don't know why I feel so strong about it. I I'm just so, you know, I've never talked about this specific lie of <laughs> the enemy, um, very bluntly, but it, somebody might need to know, like it's, it's a vain pursuit. It's a worthless pursuit to go so far inward that, that you're trying to figure out, you know, can I save myself or can I change myself? No, mm-hmm. I have been there. I have tried <laughs> I have done hours on hours of counseling. I'm, again, I'm not against counseling. Uh, I think it's a great tool. But if you if you're just spiritually cutting yourself, I know that's really yeah. graphic, but it's true. Yeah. Like that's not what God has for you. God mm-hmm. wants you to be so filled with Him that you are radiant and that you are confident and that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you are loved by God, whether your mama says so or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whether your
0: boyfriend says so or not or whatever it is. Yes. So, yes, that is so good. And I agree. Like that's such, you know, we're looking at all these outward things to influence, but ultimately it is to influence inward self, you know? Right. And so that's a good one for sure. For yeah, sure. I it's love
1: that. I, I've never said that out loud. I'm like, wow. <laughs> the Lord, Thank Hey-oh. you, God. Yeah. <laughs> he's teaching me right now. Like, I think that yeah. is such a, uh, because social media is so in our face, you know, absolutely. You know, I'm on social media more than any of my friends, to be honest, you know, I have to be on it for music. So, yeah, so I'm on it a lot, but I'm constantly checking my heart for comparison and, and envy and jealousy and all the things that are, are, one hundred percent attached to mm-hmm. social media. Just, and especially
0: no, for you, like being in the music industry or just any sort of spotlight like that. I'm sure it's yeah, even more so that way. Like comparing yeah. this person's latest album or this person's event they just did. Like you totally. know, just like constant in your face, I'm sure. So one hundred percent prayers for Baylor.
1: Yeah, in Jesus' name, <laughs> Lord, thank you for delivering me from all that. Yeah. I love that. And, and, and I take breaks if if I ever feel mm-hmm. like there there is you know something going on in my heart, I will um I will go against that feeling real quick.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of some worldly things, I'm going to shift our focus to a couple of fun questions as we Yay! Close. <laughs> So what are, what are you like? You can pick any of these, but reading, watching, listening to any of those. Ooh,
1: what am I reading? Okay. I'm, I'm reading for the second. Oh no, no, no. I've got two books that I've been listening slash reading to. Okay. So the first one is the pursuit of God by A.W. Tozer. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is my second time reading it and it's hitting me totally differently. I basically feel like I could lay on my face for three weeks. (laughs) (laughs) After two sentences. After two (laughs) sentences, yeah. Tozer just rocks my world. Um and then the second book that I am really convicted by and really encouraged by, um, all in the same the same token is a book called Unoffendable by Brant Hansen, I think is his name. Okay. Um, B-R-A-N-T and then Hansen or Henson. Uh, but unoffendable. I think it's great for, especially 20 something year olds. It is so easy to get offended. And then that offense turns into bitterness. And then the Bible says a root of bitterness defiles many. So we better get that puppy out of there. Uh, you know, and yeah. So I think those two books are really, really good. And then as far as watching, what have we been watching? You know, I love the Chosen series. I know Ooh. that's probably mm-hmm. a lot of people's answers on here, but that's a good one. I haven't really been watching much TV lately. I'm I'm a big reader. That's good. Um, that's good. What what movie have we watched? I don't know. We watch we watch movies or read books. Yeah. So yeah. So those are. What was was there another question?
0: Uh, listening to so it could be Ooh. um your own music or podcast or.
1: <laughs> oh Yeah. Ooh, what do I listen to? Well. Um, I definitely listen to, um, my own music. That's hilarious. I love it. <laughs> I, 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 honestly have, I've been listening to my EP hey. on repeat and I've told this to everybody. I don't know if they believe me or what, but if I, w- even if I wasn't the singer of the songs, I would listen to my songs.
0: That's like, a good like, sign. Yes. Yeah. Like I'm a
1: fan <laughs> of the song itself, not just because it's Taylor Wilson's music. Like sure, it's just, just fun. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. words it's fun. It's upbeat. It's joyful. Um, yeah. And then. Other things I'm list- I just started listening to the new Upper Rooms EP. I don't know mm-hmm. if you know who Upper
0: Room is, mm-hmm. but there
1: it's it a worship, it's a worship, yeah, it's a worship EP called Love Note. And I haven't made it all the way through, but I'm gonna play it.
0: I've heard um, Love Note. I haven't heard yes. the rest of them. That one. There's Still. one
1: called Give Me Jesus. That I mean
0: Oh it, boy. Yeah.
1: Another one of those where I think the girl's name is Abby who sings it and she just she, yeah. go, girl. yeah Talk about talk about way. anointed anointed
0: <laughs> I love that uh, yes they so
2: have good, good music yes yeah it's another podcast
1: worship. I love uh Allie B Stuckey's podcast
2: mm, mm-hmm.
1: she's great um if I if I'm but if she gets you know if it gets a little too long and a little too heavy politically I gotta turn that off yeah
0: <laughs> I'm like okay
1: I think yeah. that's
0: it for today
1: yeah. she's, <laughs> yes. she's kind of like she's kind of like the girl where I go to find out what's going on in our world yes uh but from a conservative but from a conservative Christian background so I yes. enjoy her Um, and then other than that, I watch my church's live stream. That's pretty much my current, my current playlists.
0: Yeah. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) And then lastly, what's like refreshing you these days, like anything that's just kind of giving you life. Oh, I mean, I love going on walks. Mm -hmm. I know that sounds like
1: grandma-ish, no, but, but I love going on walks. So that's one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what else you take your puppy on walks? I have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's just now finally walking further distances. Puppies get so tired so quick. Yeah. Um, like lays so, down. I'm done. <laughs> oh yeah. She's done. And then she's ready for another nap. Um, yeah, that's given me life. And then what else? hanging out with my husband. I know that sounds kind of cheesy, but I mean, he's so fun. Yeah, so that's a good just, thing. Yeah, we just laugh and that gives me so much life. Yeah. So.
0: I love that. Awesome. Yeah. Can you tell my listeners like where we can find your music? And yes. Your latest and greatest?
1: My latest and greatest album? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um,
0: well, yeah,
1: it's my first EP and it's called Joy Comes in the Morning. And you can find it on any musical platform where you listen to music in your little AirPods. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, True. it's on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon. Uh, what else? YouTube. It's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You can tell, you can tell Alexa to play my songs. You can oh. say, yo girl, Alexa, play that Baylor Wilson girl. <laughs> Did you, have you done that? No, not that exact way, but I have done it the way you're supposed to do it and it works. Oh, okay. Um but I I your way I, might
0: work. Who knows? Somebody
1: should do it like that. Yo, what up to. Alexa? <laughs> She's gonna be like, who? What up? Who?
0: Yeah. <laughs> um
1: yeah. You can also follow me on all the socials, um, at Baylor Wilson on all of them. So love it. Yes.
0: Show. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It was so fun to yes. chat with you. And I think we would be friends. So, uh,
1: oh, we're already <laughs> friends. I know. Let's get coffee when I'm in Dallas. Please. Yes,
0: for real. Y'all, I am so thankful for Baylor and just her willingness to share her story and glorify the Lord through that. And so I pray that the spirit uses our conversation to expose cultural lies that maybe you've been believing and to draw you closer to him. So I hope you guys have a wonderful week, happy December, and stay fresh, my people.